All right, let's get into our uh, numbers segment and our predictions. All right, let's um, bring in studs here, Adam Studzinski, for our prediction uh, portion. I don't know how this is going to go any different than what I expect, but maybe (laughs) the NFC's best team versus the NFC's worst team studs. What you got? All right, so um, I know that I tend to be a meatball in some of these segments, but I can't. Says so the guy with the Bears hat and the yeah. Bears poster. Yeah, you can see in the, the background, background here. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, I'm a little bit of a fan. And, uh, but I, you know, look, like realistically, I can't, I can't, I can't pick the Bears to win this game. They're just, they're not good enough. Like it would be great if they found a way to. And, but I just, I'm hoping for a close game. And that's, I think it's going to be closer than a lot of what I've heard this week. Everyone's just kind of expecting a blowout that I've talked to. And I'm just, I look at the way that they've been able to hang with every team they've played as long as Justin Fields is playing, you know, the Jets game got away from him because Fields wasn't there. So I'm expecting a somewhat close game, you know, 30 to 25, that 25th point probably comes in the fourth quarter when the Eagles had it wrapped up maybe, but you know, I'm, I'm expecting a, you know, a tight competitive game because that's what they've been able to do in every game that they've played since Justin Fields has taken this step forward. You know, you look at the Miami game, the Dallas game, so on and so forth. So I, I honestly, I'm just hoping it's close <laughs> and I think it's going to be. So yeah, I'm taking Eagles 30 to 25. Ooh. Okay. I've got the same score for the Eagles, so I'm putting them in the the 30 category uh, uh, in terms of points scored. And I've got the Bears only managing 13 points in this game. This Eagles defense is really, really good, and they don't have a lot of weaknesses. And they're solid up front, and they're really good on the back end. And it's just going to be a challenge that I don't know that this Bears offense is ready to take just yet. They can learn a lot. They can grow a lot. But I've got a 17-point Eagles win, 30-13. to The bye week only help the Bears fans kind of recover and back away and maybe a mental break, and that's good. I don't think we're going to see a different football team. I think we're going to see mismatches at every uh, area that you would expect. Uh, I don't know how close it will be, but I think it will be Eagles 38, Bears 23. And that, um, I guess, the good news would be they're at least not going to get into the 40s. And it won't be as bad as the Mark Trestman-led Bears uh, getting bounced by the Chip Kelly-led Eagles back in <laughs> that third, 2013. 2013, yeah, with oh a chance gosh. to win the division. You were there that night, yeah. That was very ugly, and that was as bad as it gets in Bears-Eagles. So this one won't be that bad, and that's the only good news. So let me transition off that, and I'll give you the numbers, because okay. that was the first of five consecutive losses that the Bears have had to the Eagles since 2011. Uh, as you mentioned, that the score that night was 54-11. to 11. That was a brutal loss. Uh, probably not as painful as the playoff loss they had in 2018 oh. or January 2019, 16-15 on the double doink. Ouch. Ouch. There's the, uh, another game in 2019, which I believe you were sitting right by my side for this one as well, where they go to Philadelphia. Uh, you remember everything was starting to circle the drain in the year that was supposed to be a Super Bowl run for the Bears, and they, they came off those home losses to the uh, – Saints and the Chargers that were devastating. And then they went to Philadelphia and they got nine total yards in the first half. Two first downs and nine total yards in the first half, and they lost that day 22 to 14. A little bit of trivia for you. The last time the Bears beat the Eagles was on a Monday night in November of 2011. 
Can you tell me the two players that Jay Cutler threw touchdown passes to that night? In 2011, Devin and Roman Shadu. Um, <laughs> and let me see. That would be what the other obscure receiver would be on the team. In tw- Matt Forte. I love the guesses. Earl Bennett and Matt Spath. <laughs> That's Dr. Earl Bennett to you. And Matt Spath, boy, good blocking tight end. And as a pass catching tight end, he was a heck of a blocker. And he had a big night that night and, and led them to a win, but they haven't won since against the Eagles, and so they're there. Two other quick numbers for you. 905, that's the number of rushing yards Justin Fields has. That puts 1,000 in sight this weekend with, yep. with what Justin's capable. Yep. It also puts the franchise record of 968, Bobby Douglas, 1972, within reach, maybe sometime in the first half or the third quarter. Uh, and the only two quarterbacks to reach, rush for 1,000 yards in a season in the league are Lamar Jackson, who's done it twice and had a league record 1206 in 2019, and Michael Vick, in 2006 who had 1089 and so uh, Justin could join that club my last number for you is 49 that's the NFL leading sack total of the Philadelphia Eagles who also have 24 takeaways which is also an NFL best good luck Justin good luck Luke good luck Bears offense so the Eagles have more sacks than any defensive line in football and the Bears have the fewest number of sacks than any defense in football the Bears' last sack, David, by a defensive end, a guy who's paid to rush the passer, was in week six against the Commanders on Thursday Night Football in the third quarter. Al-Qadim Muhammad took down Carson Wentz, and it's been nine weeks since a defensive end wearing a Chicago Bears jersey has sacked an opposing quarterback. You could say, we could exaggerate the impact of that sack and say Carson Wentz hasn't been the same since. <laughs> but I don't know if that's why. But really, theoretically, that's a true statement. He has not been the same since that night. There you go. Okay, so also, if if... Justin Fields breaks Bobby Douglas's rushing record for a single season in the third quarter. Yes or no? Brad Biggs has him on the phone by the fourth quarter talking <laughs> to him about the good old days. I hope he already had, a, had him on the phone. He's got it pre-written and ready to rock. He's got his number. So yeah. I figured, okay, those are some good numbers. I, I think that the Eagles, I didn't realize how many truly painful moments they have been responsible for providing bears and bears fans in the last five to seven years or so. I mean, this has been a franchise that, you know, there are a lot of parallels between Chicago and Philly in terms of sports towns, in terms of how much, you know, fans in that city love the Eagles as much as fans in Chicago love the bears and the Eagles are in a bit of a role. And I, and I credit to them. They, Howie Roseman has been the connector, I think in a lot of the success throughout the coaching changes and such. And he, I think he's a guy that um, isn't afraid of the spotlight and certainly has done a nice job of, 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 uh, of running that team. No question. No question. And, and they've been consistent. And you go through their game notes and you see the number of uh, games they've won in the 21st century, a number of playoff appearances they've made and the number of playoff games they've won. And, and, and just the, the consistency in that program is, is, is notable. And, and it's something that this organization certainly uh, will strive for and hopefully attain one day.